This is all a moot point. <laughs> like a cow's opinion, just doesn't matter. It's moot. Welcome to Moo Points. I am Dr. X. And I'm Sammy Mead. And today we will be discussing some fandom terms for you guys because we use a lot of little terms and things we made, a lot of things we made up, and you'll find them on forums if you get into that. So we're going to just go through some of them and explain what they mean, give some examples, use them in a sentence. Yep, and after this episode, you'll officially be a TV professional. Right. People know all the important terms. Right. I guess just to start off with defining fandom, fandom is the community that is formed by serious fans of a work of fiction and the whole culture surrounding that work of fiction. So if you're really part of a fandom, you're not just watching TV in the background. You're engaged with it. You're probably on some forums. You probably follow some blogs. You're making predictions. You're... It's, a, it's an active community of fans. Right. I would say I am deeply in the fandom of, like, Pretty Little Liars and Harry Potter and not that much else. But would you agree? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like I'm in the fandom of quite a lot of TV, but... That's true. We, yeah, you know. But, if you have a podcast, you're, you're pretty up there. Yeah. All right, let's get started with our first yeah. term. Okay, what is it? OTP, uh, which is an acronym for One True Pair, it's your favorite couple of a TV show, and you get one per show. Um, it's just the couple that you absolutely love. You never want them to break up. You want them to end up together. The one true pair. Okay, what's your, what's your OTP example? Um, for example, in Friends, Ross and Rachel. Yep, yep. And then I also have in Friday Night Lights, Tammy and Eric. Yeah, perfect two OTPs. And then we also spun off of that and created the term 4TP specifically for Pretty Little Liars, where there's really just a group of four that is the four true pair. Right. <laughs> the, <laughs> the one true group of four. <laughs> you just love them so much, you can't make a pair. Yeah, they're just not a pair. Right. All right. We also we also invented one called OPP, one platonic pair. I think a lot of internet forum users refer to this as the bro TP, but we like OPP. And that's just the people who you absolutely love seeing together, but not in a pair couple-y way. So, for example, Joey and Chandler on Friends are my OPP of Friends. And Scarlett and Deacon from Nashville, Tammy, Taylor, and Tyra from uh not Nashville from Friday Night Lights. Yep. Do you have any more platonic pairs? Yeah, I've really liked Veronica and Wallace from Veronica Myers. Yeah, that's a really good Just one. Just cuz the Snickerdoodles. Yeah. Yep. They're cute. Yeah, that's a really good one. All right. And then um you said online sometimes they call this the bro TP, but um we like platon OPP better. Yeah. All right, um, our next term is W-O-E, which is an acronym for winner of the episode. We uh, also made this one up completely. This yeah. is like, you won't really find this on the internet. Although, if you want to get it started, we're down. Yeah. <laughs> um, start spreading that. So I have the perfect winner of the episode example. This is kind of a rare situation, but 
um, the Friday Night Lights finale, Tammy Taylor, winner of the episode. Pretty much winner of the entire show based on that one episode. Yeah. Like, the entire, she got exactly what she wanted. They made the move she wanted. She basically just ran that episode. Yep. W-O-E, winner of the episode. Mm-hmm. Do you have one? Um, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> but thank you for bringing that to everyone's attention. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> okay. Okay, wait, let me think about which the order we want to do this in, because I think I think we should do, we should explain the portmanteaus and then go into shipping. Okay, yeah, good plan. So, okay, so you have an OTP, or, you know, just any couple that you like. A lot of times people will make portmanteaus of the two people involved in that relationship and then use it online to uh, refer to that um, couple. So the, the, the couple portmanteaus are very widely used. For example, um, on Veronica Mars, Veronica and Logan, that relationship is referred to by the portmanteau Lo-V, capital L-O, capital V-E, Logan, Veronica, stuff together. Nice. Um, other really common ones, Haleb, Hannah and Caleb from Pretty Little Liars, Jolia, Joel and Julia from Parenthood. Yeah. You just you just kind of stick the two names together, and then all of fandom kind of agrees on what the portmanteau is, and then it just goes from there. You know, like it's a weird thing where we're like, "What's the relationship name for these two people?" and everyone just kind of agrees on it, and that's it. Right. Yeah. And in Pretty Little Liars, basically, it's all portmanteaus. You use the the couple name more than the individual character name. It's like whatever two people are currently hanging out, even if they're not at all romantically involved, it's like, yeah. oh, Team Sparia doing some investigating. Yep. Or like, you just, yeah, you just always use the... Yeah, and then we've made up a few of our own for our favorite OPPs, like Deaclet, Deacon and Scarlet. Yeah, or Time. Actually, yeah, this was never part of the official show, but uh, Tim and Tyra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they're pretty fun to come up with. And then uh, we should go into shipping, which is both a noun and a verb. The noun is the relationship or the fandom surrounding a relationship. So there's like the Haleb ship, which is the relationship between Hannah and Caleb and also the group of people who support that relationship. And then there's also the verb verb to ship which means to be obsessed with or like root for a relationship to occur right so just to clear i can use these in a sentence in both forms okay which so my sentence here is i used to ship paley but now that that ship has sunk my new ship is emerson okay good sentence noun verb very well done i personally have always shipped paley Ah, that ship has sunk, dude. Dude, not according to the special. That's a good point. (laughs) The first time we tried recording this, that ship had sunk. It has now... It is now Tuesday, December 1st. The ship sails again. clarification. What? It's now Tuesday, December 1st when we're recording this. True. Okay. Um, Yeah, shipping. Very important. Very important. Yeah. All right. Oh, this next... Do you want to talk about canon next? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Canon, also very important. We both, we did not invent canon or shipping or the portmanteaus. Like, those are very widely used in fandom 
forums and stuff. Okay, so canon means accepted as officially part of the story, not just theory or fan fiction. Officially confirmed. So, like, my example is Allison on Pretty Little Liars. I'm just doing so many PLO ones. It's just the perfect show to model all of these. <laughs> it's basically all I think about. Okay, so um, Allison being alive was hinted at throughout seasons one through four, but it didn't officially become canon until season five. Like, people thought she was alive. You know, she, like, showed up in dreams and stuff. But it didn't become confirmed in the canon of the show mm-hmm. until season five. Do you have any other well, thoughts on... I guess this is still an ongoing debate between us, but, like, the Veronica Mars books and movie that were released after the end of the TV series, like, is that thought of as canon? Is that official? Yeah, that's a really good example. Like, what does the Veronica Mars movie count as the canon of the show? Right. Like, is that officially confirmed as what happened? Or is that, like, oh, you know, we made a fun little movie that could be one way it went. I guess I guess it's pretty much canon. I, yeah, it's canon because Rob Thomas wrote it. He was also the writer for the TV show. So. He also wrote a 15-minute um, season four pilot where she goes to the FBI room right. after college. So it's questionable. I, I'm voting for it as canon. I I kind of like the FBI thing as canon, but I that was never released. It was like released as a special feature on the DVD. Nowhere else. Anyway, canon. Important term. All right, the next one is another one that we made up. It's the OWD, the one wanted dead. Yes. Again, you get one character per show. What's yours? Um, Ezra Fitz from Pretty Little Liars. Nice. I the show would be better if he was dead. I mean, you you were close, but not quite. No. He one time he got shot, but then. He unfortunately survived that incident, whereas other people die when they fall off a two-foot stage, but <laughs> that's cool. Who's your OWD? Um, let's see. I'm, when I was watching Heroes, uh, it was Mohinder. Did that ever happen? What? Did he ever die? No, he did not die. Oh. Has OWD ever died? Um... On Nashville, it was Teddy, and they kind of, like, took him away. They didn't really kill him. That's not that's not dying. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Well, if your OWD ends up just, like, being written off the show in any way, that's a great situation. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't think they've ever officially killed... But yeah, just to clarify on OWD, it's not the villain of the show. It's not, like... Your, like, your OWD on Nashville wouldn't be Jeff Fordham because he's a great villain. Like, you obviously don't think he's a good person, but he's very entertaining. Or, like, Siler on Heroes. Right. A person you just genuinely do not care about. Like, the show would be better if they just didn't exist because they're wasting precious airtime. Yes. Good question. So it's not, like, one wanted dead as in the villain. It's the one you just want to not be on the show. Right. Yeah. An important difference there. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and then lastly, we'll talk about the Bechdel test, because we talk about it a lot. And this is kind of um, a feminist test where, in order to pass, a work of fiction has to have at least two named female characters who have at least one conversation about something other than a man. Um, And you would think this is, like, pretty standard and easy to pass, but I think, what was that 
statistic, over 50% of 2009 Academy Award winners did not pass the Bechdel test. And if you really start thinking about it, like Harry Potter, the last Harry Potter movie doesn't pass. None of the Star Wars movies pass. A lot, a lot of movies do not pass this test, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And it seems like really easy criteria to pass. Yeah. Two named women have one conversation about something other than a man. Yeah. But it's like actually pretty rare. Wow. And our uh, favorite example of TV not passing the Bechdel test is Prison Break, where there's pretty... Well, to be fair, this show takes place largely in a male prison, but still, there is basically one female character exclusively in the first season. Well, at then, a time throughout the whole show. And then, like, they kill her off, so, so then another female character comes to light. And then turns out that other one wasn't dead, and we were like, oh my god, there's two female characters alive at the same time, but they don't meet. And then finally, they have this one scene where they're both in the room together. It's Gretchen and Sarah, and Sarah doesn't say a single word in that entire scene. So it's like, I really genuinely do not think one single episode in four seasons of Prison Break passes the Bechdel test. Yeah, that's crazy. Email us if we're wrong. Mooipointspodcast at gmail dot com. We we would love to be corrected on that, but we're pretty sure this entire show fails the test. Yeah, huge fail. And then on the other end of the spectrum is Pretty Little Liars, which probably doesn't pass the reverse Bechdel. Yeah, or to be very topical, Jessica Jones, which I just finished, spectacularly passes with flying colors and also fails the reverse test, where the only time two guys are talking, it's about one of the girls. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I got to get on that show. It's so good. Anyway, <laughs> it's amazing. So, yeah, um, those are some very commonly used fandom terms. Yep. We will be using them, and we won't be explaining them anymore, so catch up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we'll explain them as needed. But seriously, start studying. Yeah. All right, thanks That's for listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Move Points Podcast. You can find us on Twitter. We are at Move Points Pod. Or send us an email at movepointspodcast at gmail.com. Our Tumblr page is movepointspodcast.tumblr.com. And we'd love to hear from you about new ideas, questions, or any feedback you may have. Thanks for listening.